Welcome to Toon Time, bringing you Newcastle United news and discussion. So, um, Happy New Year. I hope everyone had got through, was coming to the new year peacefully and joyfully. Um, yeah, and uh, that this year, whatever you're trying to achieve, um, it hopefully comes to um, fruition. So, this is basically just a review of Saturday's game against Leeds and a little preview of the game against Arsenal on, um, on Tuesday. So, yeah, let's get into it. Um, so, the no no draw against um, Leeds. It was, um, it was a tough game for us. We, we dominated them pretty much and we had by far the better chances. We should have really have won the game, but we just lacked that little bit of um, quality and composure in the, in the box on the front of their goal. And um, it was just a, it was just one of those games where unfortunately we fell victim to what they were trying to do, which was make the game as just disrupt the game as much as possible, make it very scrappy, very stop start to um, get into. They were trying to get into our heads. You could see the players were getting a bit. Just as the game went on, it was becoming more and more um, willing to react to their shenanigans, and that 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 was their focus. It seemed because they very much came for the point, which is a, a mark of respect, to be honest, and it shows how far we've come, especially through 2022. Because at the start of the year, you know, a lot of teams would have come to St James Park expecting to have a game and maybe pick up their three points, but Leeds, who are struggling this season, I think they're after Saturday's result, the 16th, I think, no, sorry, 14th on 16 points, and um, they came with the game plan to cause as much frustration and disruption as possible, and they managed to achieve it, and they were very happy with their points. So you have to, um, you have to commend them, they've done what they had to do, and there's going to be games where we have to do that at times, where we're going to have to cause as much disruption as possible, and, um, and just make it a very difficult game for our opponents i mean that's what we had to do against liverpool to be honest you know it was um it was just there was lots of time wasting you know making a stop start as possible even though at the start of the game we were taking the game very much to to them once we went ahead it did seem like we were more willing we were more willing to um cause disruption and make them quite um just to get into their heads basically even though in that game, as everyone knows, the second goal for Isaac was it was a very contentious offside. I don't know how the referee or the um, VAR didn't spot that. It was very much millimetres and I think the, the onus was on this season to make it um, more favourable to the attacking player. But, you know, um, the less we talk about that, the better. So, um, yeah. I think that's more from a mark of respect of how we're seen in the Premier League now. They very much saw us as a very dangerous team and they had to batten down the hatches and come up with the game plan to make the game as difficult as possible for us as they knew if they tried to go toe-to-toe -to -toe and make it into a, a game, you know, where they're trying to showcase their abilities, they're most likely going to get uh, a rendition of um, what happened against Leicester on um, on Boxing Day. And speaking about that, if you 
think back before the game against Leicester and Boxing Day, um, I think a lot of us would have thought Leicester needs to come out of the game, to come out of it with four points out of six. It was um, quite a, a good haul of points. And that's how I feel as well, because before we played Leicester, I thought it would have been a much closer game. They were in good form before the World Cup break. And they had a good game against MK Duns in the League Cup before they played us. And we just blew them out of the water. Um, we can't say we weren't well rested or prepared for the Leeds game. It was just, it was just one of those games, it seemed. The referee didn't help. He, both teams, both us and them, should have had a few more yellow cards because he allowed, he allowed a type of phys physicality. And I feel like he was trying to make the game, let the physical part of the game uh, manifest, but it wasn't physicality in terms of 50-50 um, challenges and you know players having to stand their ground not go down softly it was just nonsense he was letting late challenges happen you know um, professional fouls you know and when t when we had counters he would, he would allow trips to happen and things like of that nature and he would allow persistent fouling which is supposed to be stamped out very quickly because because Leeds they seem to be pursuing that um that route of play because there were a few occasions where you saw the players taking it in turns to foul Bruno or um Joe Linton or you know or even Trippier just just they would all take their turns and that's the type of stuff you see in um, amateur football. There's games where you see they would just say, ah, oh, that's their best player. Let's all take a turn, we'll foul him, try and get in his head, disrupt his game. And after a while, the referee is supposed to stamp that out. But on Saturday, the referee allowed that game to persist. And without a victim to it, um, I sort of talk about, like I've been seeing in blogs on, um, on Reddit and some forums, everyone's talking about Saturday and the poor finishing from like Chris Wood, Sean Longstaff, you know, um, even Fabian Shaw missed a, a very good chance. But um, especially talking about Sean Longstaff, that uh, we have to be looking to get rid of him and things like that. And I feel like that's um, I can understand maybe in the much longer term picture, he probably is gonna fall very much into a squad player. But I feel like he has improved quite a lot, and especially what he'd gone through. The, the loss of confidence in his abilities and his ability to impact the game positively and just just this time last year he was very much at a crossroads in his career where he thought he was going to leave Newcastle altogether as he didn't think he had a, a chance of having a real career on Tyneside so I feel like um, people forget what he does offer to us there are times where he is sloppy or in his passing or is a bit slow in terms of making his decisions and his finishing definitely needs a lot of work on it because he should at least hit the target once on Saturday but I do like his endeavour he gets around the pitch he's not the quickest but he seems to have the ability to just run for days you know and cause um, problems with his pressing because he does press very well you know he knows how to cover the space correctly and I feel like um Yes, he should be a rotation player if we can get uh, another player in. 
but I'm not going to be there saying oh, we have to get rid of him because he does put in very good performances recently and he has been part of this winning run I mean of our past 10 games we've won 8 and drawn 2 you know I saw a form table and that's the only team that's doing better than us in terms of form at this moment in time is Arsenal you know so that, that's um, the type of company you want to be in and here has been a key cog in Eddie um, Howe's system um, and Chris Wood yeah he um, he's very much showing why he's pretty much the third choice striker uh, from looking from Saturday's performance you know but that's what I expect you know um, yes he didn't hold up the ball as well as he could have and he definitely should have especially at the start of the game he should have been able to get across a square ball to um, Joe Linton and his finishing needs to be better but that's what he's but that's what we knew we were getting he's serviceable he's um pretty solid he'll work very hard he'll fill in the gaps like if um a, play, a player runs up here dropping he is a, he's a hard-working player and yes we um we did he, he should have been scoring even more so than Sean Longstaff considering he's a striker and that's his He's very much a, his skill set is to score goals, but he just has to accept that um, the rough of this move at the moment, and he's doing his best. Uh, hopefully, Callum Wilson is available for the game against Arsenal because we definitely need his mobility and his ability to um, disrupt defenders. Because that's what we're probably gonna have to do against Arsenal at times. We're gonna need Callum Wilson just to cause get into the defenders' heads, you know. General Linton is gonna have to probably will probably do the same to disrupt their flow because they are flying at the moment. The way I watched the um, Brighton game, and at times it didn't seem like they were doing anything, but then they were just clicking to action, and yeah, it just ended up being a goal. They, uh, to me, they were I wouldn't say fluid, but you know everyone seemed to know their jobs. They were very effective, and when the opportunities came, they took them. And they got the look of the draw at times. I mean, the Bukayo Saka goal, Saka goal. It was just so fortuitous. It was um, the fact all the guys shot just bounced to him, and he just took it in his stride and finished it. And that's what you have to do. And that's what Arsenal have been doing this season. So hopefully we something see something similar when opportunities fall our way when we play them, because we have to be very de decisive. I felt like um. It's going to be a very um, hard game, and it's going to be very much the midfield is going to settle things. And I, I, I would love, love to see Sam Maximum start against them, but I don't see it happening, especially with Kieran Trippier being suspended due to um, him tightening up five yellow cards. So it's it's going to be a, t a very tough game in terms of the defense. So we probably won't see. Sam Maximum from the start and hopefully we can just hold our ground or even if we just fall behind like by one goal we can bring him on and he'll be the catalyst to help him drag us over the line I don't like thinking like that because I was watching the Eddie Howe um, press conference earlier and he was saying very much that um, we go into games preparing to beat the team and that's how I like to see it I feel like we can beat them They've, they are a beatable team even though they're in hot form they have their weaknesses 
Callum Wilson will cause those defenders some problems. We've seen at times there can be um what's the word for it? I wanna say soft but they can be taken advantage of you know, their players will um sometimes try and mix it up. Gabriel, um he tends to do that a lot and Ben White he seems he can get disrupted on occasion. So we, we can cause them problems at, at their back, I, I feel. And it depends on their midfield, because even um, Granite Xhaka, he's another one who can um, let the red mist fall over him. So we can cause them some problems, I feel, when we face them. And it's going to be interesting to see how Eddie Hell sets up, because he's going to have to protect um, Javier Manquillo, because since he's been playing under Eddie Hell, he has not been very good. The fact that Emil Kraft pushed him very much to the back burner is um shows how much he's um he hasn't I don't know if he's taken to um the new regime at all. Because Emil Kraft was shining and I feel like if he hadn't suffered the the ACL I think it was at the start of the season. If um if the situation came up where we've we're losing Kyrie and Trippier for a, a few games or a game Emil Kraft was stepping up to the um, to the plate very much and playing at a very good, consistent level, which I never expected him to be able to do. And he was doing it going both ways, defensively and um, attacking wise. So um, I don't know what's going to happen with Javier Manquillo, but I see because um, because Trippi is not going to be playing, he's I don't see Sam Maximum starting now. Hopefully, Callum Wilson's available because he's destined desperately needed you know um, when he came on on Saturday you could see he was he was getting back I wouldn't say getting back his fitness but his mobility was there but the sharpness sharpness wasn't there I saw some things where people I've seen ratings where people put um Sam Maximan as as though he never played very well but he was causing the Leeds backline some problems the, the play did become a bit more disjointed when he did come on but I just noticed he's playing a lot better than him. he's looking like he's very much fitting into the system Eddie Howe's um, trying to cultivate because I saw something I never really saw from Sam Maximan his off the ball movement just looked a lot better he was willing to make the runs down the flank you know when he didn't have the ball there, there were times where he would fall in, into his um, photo type and he'd want the ball to feet but there were a couple of occasions where I saw him making runs in behind and that was interesting to see so you can see that his mentality is very much changing. I feel him seeing Miguel Amaron excelling so much. I think that might have been a catalyst in his in his mind to say, you know what? I need to start adding some more things to my game because this guy's becoming I wouldn't say a superstar, but he's becoming very much a star in this team and very integral to the way that we play. And a lot of what Miguel Amaron does after his hard work, like pressing and uh, you know, just causing doing the defensive side of his um, forward role is the after ball movement, and that's a big criticism I've always had of him, Sam Maximan. That his after ball movement is is pitiful to be honest. And I remember he um, where he made a comparison to like Sadio Mane, and it's like I thought at the time I think I've said it before, but if you're comparing yourself to Sadio Mane. You gotta remember that's one of the best off the ball players in the world. If, you know what I mean? There's there's no doubt. 
in terms of his off-the-ball movement, is, it is excellent. And hopefully he's taken that on board from Eddie Howe that if you want to be a dominant player in this league, you got to be able to move off the ball. you got to be able to trust your teammates and run into space and trust that they're going to give you a ball. You know, if that's what he wants to be, he's going to have to understand. I hope he's on he understands that now. And I think seeing Miguel Almiron, because a lot of his goals have come, Miguel Almiron's goals have come from his movement. You know, that goal against Leicester was all about movement. You know, the, the first ball, Bruno knocks it out to um, him and Trippier in the same area. Trippier called it, says, it's mine. Knocked it down the line for him. He ran down, caught back inside, 1-2 with Bruno. It's in the back of the net after some nice dribbling by him. And, and that's how you disrupt teams. And hopefully that's what we see more with Sam Maximum going forward. Um, yeah, so that game against Arsenal, I think there's been no issues in terms of injuries from um, from what I heard from Eddie Howe. But I, I know he's very much a person, from what I've seen anyway, that he'll talk. Yeah, look at um, that plays on a day-to-day -day basis. I thought that's the reason why um, Callum Wilson wasn't. Um, he, that's that's why he didn't play on uh, Saturday as he had had the um, training sessions so hopefully he might have had a training session on Sunday and maybe one today on Monday and uh, look at him in terms of um, his availability for tomorrow's game uh, that's Tuesday the 3rd January so we'll have to wait and see I hope he does start because his mobility is going to cause a lot of problems for us and we need that because um well, it may, it may be a thing of where him and Sam Maxman probably come off the bench again. Because we need him for the whole season. Especially with um, Alexander Isaac still. Um, it's unknown, his availability. I've even heard reports that he might not be available till February. So that fire injury, I don't know what's happened. But I think it's taken a serious, it's done some serious damage to him. Because I thought he would be available after the World Cup, but I think there's been quite a few setbacks, and I'm glad that the team is taking their time. I know a few play, a few people are very unhappy with this tran with the Isaac transfer so far, but you saw the ability before he got injured. It's just sometimes you have to accept it. He's a very young player as well. I wouldn't say it's necessarily growing pains, but it happens, and you just have to be patient. He hasn't got an extensive injury record. So when he does come back, I know he'll be firing and that, I know that's what Eddie Howe wants. He wants players available down the stretch. So there's no point trying to rush them back to make the, um, for them to have every injury, which causes them to be out for a period of time again. It's better just to slowly bring them along and, and make them and make them integrate back into the team and get their fitness back. Cause that's what we need. Cause I felt like, um, we forget where we were so it wasn't i would say so there's a very vocal minority unfortunately who've forgotten where we started 2022 we were not doing great very poor bottom of the league very few points when we're looking very much at the um at the trapdoor of relegation and where we are right now we're talking about top four. At the start of this season, we would have been extremely happy to finish eighth. The the um 
the, the talk amongst the fan base was consolidation, top 10 finish. That would, that'd be a nice season for us. And then we built current, continue to build a squad. We are miles ahead of where we're supposed to be in, in terms of this project. And me personally, I'm very happy with how everything's happening. If we manage to finish in the Champions League spots this year, I'll be ecstatic. Cause I would never have thought it was possible. To finish in the top six, I'd still be very, I'm going to be very happy. And even top eight, you know, if we fall off a bit, it's expected the squad's small at the moment and the quality drop between the, the first 11 and the general squad. There's still, to be honest, there's almost a chasm between players. I mean, Jacob Murphy came on the other day and I like him in terms of his work rate, his passion, his dedication to the um, team, but he does lack quality at times in the final third. He's showing it, you know, the, throughout the season, he's finishing, he's, he's had some close shaves, but at the end of the day, you got to put it in the, in the onion bag, basically, and or put it into dangerous spaces in terms of crossing, and it's been a bit um, hit and miss. I mean, Ryan Frazier, he can't even get a game anymore. You know, so those are the, that's the standards. You can see Eddie Howe's raising them all the time and he expects players to maintain them. And that's very hard to do in the Premier League. So we just have to be proud of um, the players that we've got and everything they've, they've done over the um, what, past season and a half, I would say, you know. So, uh, yeah. So let's hope for a good start to 2023 against Arsenal and wherever you are, thank you again for once again for listening and uh, have a good morning, afternoon, evening or night. Peace.